Hello, all you denizens of the underworld, psychotic clowns from the funhouse, and extraplanar beings from the darkest corners of the universe. Welcome to the Double Decker Metal Mayhem Horror Show. I'm your host, Christian Decker, and welcome to the first episode of this journey through brutality, through blood and guts, and my favorite music and film genres ever. Before we start this first episode here, I want to give a shout out to my friend Jay Elizabeth, who wrote this really awesome book called Broken Glass. Um, it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's pretty cheap. So go get it. Um, she is a young adult author, which is pretty badass. Um, and we only talk about badass things in this show. So um, I think you all should go check it out. Um, she's really great, really intelligent person, and it's, it's bound to be a great book, so please check it out. Um, uh, this podcast is kind of been something I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, I've always been interested in just sharing my thoughts about music in general, but I think I would it would be great to talk about the uh, stuff I find the most interesting, the stuff I listen to the most, uh, as well as the movie genre that I consistently watch the most that I think I have a lot of thoughts about and I think that it'd be interesting to talk about and hear other people's thoughts on so that's why I started to do this and with all this uh corona craze and quarantine I, I thought it'd be nice to you know give some, some people to listen to just to share my music with other people um uh Let's see. Uh, I guess to start, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, my uh, first experience getting into to metal music. Uh, I, I used to absolutely hate metal. I was uh, grow, growing up. I I, I like I liked classic rock because um, that's what my mom listened to. She got me really into like Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, a lot of stuff like that. Um, and my dad, this, his music taste is all over the place. So I've had a pretty rich upbringing with music um you know even like a lot of show tunes because my parents were both really into theater um they did a lot of theater in college uh so it's been all over the place um and i i used to think um that a lot of metal was just like a lot of screaming and i couldn't never understand the lyrics and i mean i think that's the the kind of uh view that a lot of people have of of the metal genre and i think to some extent like i i think i can understand that because I, I was in that place before but um i really started getting into it uh i think i want to say like the latter half of my senior year of high school i was um taking guitar lessons uh and my uh my uh, guitar teacher is like you know you should check out this band it's this really cool band called tool I was like, okay, it's I'll, I'll check it out. And I, you know, I went home. I pulled up my um, my YouTube because I didn't have Spotify at that point. Uh, and I, you know, searched up one of the songs. I think it was, I want to say it was Schism, Schism, uh, either Schism or Parabola. And I was like, huh, wait, I, I recognize this. And I remember that in the <laughs> game for the Wii, Guitar Hero world tour i think it was that they had a whole like uh tool stage 
it was just all tool songs i remember the only thing i can remember about playing it was that all the songs were really long and it was really annoying to get through but i was like oh this is actually pretty good as i was listening to it and i got i i got so into tool like i i was obsessed with tool for that entire year like i just all i would listen to would just go home and listen to tool on the way to school listen to tool and the bus listen to tool at whatever practice i was at listen to tool go on the way home listen to tool uh, so, and I, I didn't realize at the time that they were considered a metal band. They're, you know, alternative progressive metal, you know, but you could understand the lyrics, you know, all the songs were pretty, you know, melodic. They had these really cool, you know, drum parts and the guitar was always like this, you know, would change up the, the notes very slightly. So to change it up a little bit. And I think Maynard Keenan's voice is just awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's a very interesting way of I, I think when a lot of people think of metal they think of it as very aggressive um and very violent and to some extent that is true i mean for a lot of it i mean especially if you get into like death and black metal but this there's this kind of aggression that's laced within this very beautiful melodic toning that they have in a lot of their songs like you can they, they make very can make very angry songs that still sound gorgeous like you know i think i think the pot is a very angry song but it's it's tinted with a lot of this really cool guitar parts and you know, bass slapping so i think i think that's really what drew me to them and then i as i started listening to them i started getting into the uh, the deeper uh parts of metal i think i the first band that I, I i really like listened to that i realized was metal i think my friend who i don't speak to anymore um introduced me to this band called Sabaton, you've probably heard of them. They're, they're relatively famous in the metal community. They, um, the, a lot of their songs are based about, um, about like historical events, historical battles and stuff like that. They're really into that. They're Swedish bands. They're really cool. I highly recommend you check them out. Um, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. I think it was uh, Lion from the North. Lion from the North was the song. Uh, it was about uh, Gustavus Adolphus, who was like a uh, big military leader and uh, emperor in uh, Sweden uh, during their rise to power uh, in the uh, I want to say like the 1600s, 1800s. I got a brush up on my historical facts here. Um, so I listened to them and I was like, oh, this is you know, it's pretty good. And then I, you know, I, I didn't used to be into Slipknot because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not so into this whole act thing they got with their creepy masks and stuff like that. But I, you know. I checked out, I think that the big one I listened to, the two big songs I listened to that got me into them were um, Duality and uh, Psychosocial. And I was like, you know, he's got a pretty nice voice. You know, maybe I can I can get into this. You know, it's not all screaming all the time. Um, both those songs are, are, are pretty good. I mean, uh, it's I, I wouldn't say it's their best looking back now, but they're, they're still good songs to, to get into. Um, and then... I kind of went – at that point, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. I uh, listened to uh, the first 30 seconds of Angel of Death by Slayer, and I was like, okay, maybe not yet. Because if, you, if you've ever listened to that song, the first 30 seconds of that song are just Tom Mariah screaming for a solid, like, minute. It's just, like, really high-pitched, like, hair metal screaming, which is not how the whole song goes, but it was, like, a little grating at first. Um, and so I think after that, I listened to that, I, I got, I, you know, my pre-teacher was like, you should listen to death. Um, I listened to death. I listened to the sound of perseverance, which is their 
last in my personal favorite album of theirs, uh, Spear Crusher was a, a game changer. Really cool song. Uh, again, grating voice, but you know, I was really interested in a lot of the guitar and the guitar playing in that on that album is just absurdly good. It's just really the, all the intricacies that go into it is awesome. Uh, check it out. I wouldn't recommend starting there, <laughs> but it is really awesome to listen to. Um, and I think once we once I you know really wanted to try out uh, listening to um, the heavier stuff, I listened to. I know this specifically was Twilight of the Thunder God by Amon Amarth. And that song was like that. I think that specific time, the time I listened to that song, that was the moment where I was like, I am all into this. I am going to listen to everything. I'm going to try out new things. That was, that was it right there. Cause that song is the most badass thing I have ever heard still to this day. Uh, it's just a song about, Thor the Thunder God from Norse mythology doing battle with a giant serpent during Ragnarok that is probably like he's supposed to like eat the world or something like I'm not familiar on the total mythology surrounding it but he's just into this final battle with this giant snake called Jormungandr uh and he they both I think they both end up dying in it but it's this really cool uh, awesome melodic song with the uh, you know the solo on it, it's just like gets you every time. Uh, it's uh, an amazing song, and I think that's that's really what I where I really started getting really really super into metal. I think I haven't looked back ever since. Though uh, though like the different genres I listen to have changed from time to time, but that's really where it, where it all started. Um, I think um, in regards to like horror movies and stuff, I, I've always kind of been interested in that that dark genre. They used to freak me out as a kid. I used to try to, um, I was always used to watch all those horror movie trailers, and they used to keep me up at night because I, you know, I, I didn't want. I, I always tried to like to look away, and then I was like, ah, oh, but I got, but I gotta watch this. You know, it's interesting. I want to know what this is, and then I always regretted it afterward because I would like stay up like wondering whether or not there was gonna be some guy in my house that was gonna come stab me in the middle of the night. Um, but you know, you get over that later. Uh, and, uh, I guess one of the reasons, uh, you know, I didn't really watch them as much when I was growing up was that, uh, my parents were, they were like, you shouldn't be watching that when you're young. And that's fair. Uh, definitely. Uh, but as I've gotten older, um, uh, I started um, watching a lot of horror movies with my, my dad and my brother. Um, it's kind of this thing we do. We try to do it every weekend now in quarantine here when they, my dad doesn't have to work. Uh, we'll watch like a horror movie. We'll just try to find different things, like new stuff that's coming out. Um, my mom absolutely hates horror movies. She cannot watch them. So uh, <laughs> we usually wait till she goes to sleep. Um, that's not to say that my mom doesn't like like uh, kind of movies like this. She's like a really big fan of The Silence of the Lambs. She likes a lot of thrillers like that. You know, like you know, Ghost and or Ghost. Well, I guess Ghost is is Ghost really a thriller? I don't know. It's a good movie regardless. Whoopi Goldberg is awesome in that. Um, or what am I thinking of? Sixth Sense. That's that's more what I'm what I'm thinking of. I think that was like the first like scary-ish movie that I watched. Uh, Sixth Sense, because I mean it was a freaky movie. Like there's a good there's that, that scene at the beginning where there's this psychotic man that's like that shoots the guy in the beginning. I can't remember the care any of the characters' names. I thought man shoots Bruce Willis in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, it's it's freaky. It's a freaky movie. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in that movie. 
um i think the 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 one big budget horror movie i watched the first one i think i can remember i remember like you're sitting down and watching was probably the conjuring uh, that that's a, still to this day still freaks me out. It's a freaky movie. Like the first when that scene when that freaking ghost just like or devil whatever the hell it is just like jumps off of the freaking dresser like onto the the girl and you're, uh, that messed me up. That that scene scared the crap out of me. And of course there's the uh, I think soon after we watched Insidious and there's that red face ghost that comes out of freaking nowhere. That that thing used to that thing still freaks me out. It's like freddy krueger on crack when he's like sharpening his claws with the children's music playing in the background there's something about i think in horror movies it's something about like creepy kids and children's music and then old people that just scare the crap out of you i don't and maybe it's not i hope it's not just me because it, it seems like in all of these these movies that this stuff like this happens but um that's the the basic extent of them, how I got into the, both of these genres, but um, there's still things that that stick with me these days, and they 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 get me thinking about things. I, I think horror and metal can tend to be genres where we we kind of put them in their own corner, where you know it's like stuff that you don't really need to think about too much. But there's a lot of thought that goes into some of this stuff. I, I think in a lot of horror movies, yeah, there's just cheap jump scares, but I think in, there's a lot of horror movies they really try to get at certain issues and you know outline problems i think i think even silence of the lambs gets into that um to some extent or you know uh the um like you know uh it's a bit hereditary in midsummer they they get into issues that you know maybe you didn't think were there before i think one of the big ones that stands out to me was probably you know get out that was a big uh smash it because i think it outlined a lot of the racial issues that still exist in america today um and it outlined them in a very succinct and very smart way um from jordan peele it's a, still a great movie if you haven't seen it please go please go watch it it's amazing um the performances are absolutely astounding um and i think uh especially now with uh black lives matter you know coming back strong uh, it's it's a good thing to to think about that the issues that are very systemic part of the United States and that we need to be tackling and working to to fix. Um. Anyway, uh, I think uh, just uh, now you've got a little bit of insight into my um, psychotic mind here with my uh, music tastes and film tastes. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, some good uh ways to get into metal if you're just starting out if you're interested in it uh i think a good uh, the, one of the ways i got into it is a lot of social media um i had a lot of recommended uh pages which is probably because of the uh algorithms that randomly like are looking at what you're looking at and so that's kind of scary but uh <laughs> uh i, I looked a little you know instagram pages and i saw different bands with different jokes about bands uh things that were, you know, songs that were really good that people were listening to. Um, and so that got me interested in some of the different uh, bands I hadn't heard of before. It got, it's certainly how I learned about black metal. Um, it wasn't really something that was on my radar, especially as a um, uh, Catholic, uh, Polish Catholic <laughs> um, in the United States with a very Catholic family. Um, I still am to, to, for, to the, ex uh, the extent, uh, I think it, you don't have to ascribe to all the um, 
beliefs of the people that you're listening to. Um, uh, isn't to say that if you listen to Rage Against the Machine and you think they should stay not political, that's just stupid because it's literally in the title. Like if you if you listen if you listen to literally like two like thirty seconds of Killing in the Name and you're like how you know this isn't a political song. Like what what are you doing? Like they're I I can't describe the stupidity. I'll probably go into that to a later episode about political music. Um. But some great intro bands, definitely for people. Uh, I would recommend Tool. Uh, I, I Tool only because the the singing is all clean, except for Ticks and Leeches, which is on uh, Lateralis. So you might want to avoid that song. It's a little much for people. I, I still don't like it to this day, even though I've gotten over a lot of the screaming parts. It's just it still bothers me. Um, I don't know why. It just never. I, I guess I I might have ruined the song for myself, but. Um, Definitely check out Tool. Um, they're a little weird. Their music videos are really weird, so don't watch the music videos unless you want to get freaked out. Um, fun fact, uh, Adam Jones, uh, who is their guitarist, actually has worked on some of those music videos. He does a lot of claymation, and he also actually uh, was an artist on the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, which is really cool. Um, he worked on a lot of the, the special effects on those movies, which... Uh, are still weird to this day, but I think still stand the test of time because of the humorous aspect of them, even though they're real, you know, it's freaky. The concept is still scary, you know, a guy who's going to kill you in your sleep. You know, the one thing that we all look forward to at the end of the long day, you know, there's going to be a guy who was a, uh, you know, a burn victim who killed children is gonna stab you with a giant claw in your sleep that's a pretty scary thought and there's like a nursery rhyme about him and that makes it even freakier um but yeah definitely check out tool if you like a lot of clean singing really cool songs uh, I, I think a good song to check out uh is uh the patient uh it's a really um pretty song it's uh about um the lead singer's um experience with his mother who had a stroke and she you know he had to take care of her um, it's kind of that dynamic of the, you know, taking place of, you know, helping your mom, but, you know, her not getting better. It's a really, it was a really pretty song. He, there's a couple of songs he wrote about his mom. Um, and they're all really good. They always stick with me and they're just really nice songs. Um, uh, I mentioned it before, but Slipknot is definitely a good intro band. Um, if you're looking for songs that aren't incredibly, you know, n- screamo quote-unquote esque uh def uh some good songs uh are before i forget um still it's still pretty heavy but it's uh it's it's all mostly clean vocal i think almost all clean vocals except like a little bit of screaming at the end of some of the verses um uh dead memories uh, is a really good song that's all clean singing uh snuff uh it's a interesting metal breakup song (laughs) there's not too many of those out there um Dead Memories is really uh, great. It's a sad song, though, um, because, uh, you know, I, I watched the music video. I remember watching it, and it was uh, – I think the music video came out a few days after the death of Paul Gray, um, who was Slipknot's bassist for a long time. Um, I think uh, the result of some – of an overdose, I believe. Um, forgive me if I get that wrong. Um, it's, it's just, you know, sad watching that music video, and he's in, like, the mirror in – and it's just it's a sad song in, in general and that kind of just adds to the layer of it but it's a really pretty song i highly recommend you listen to it um uh, if you're into rap maybe a, a, the slipknot's first album is pretty rap oriented although it's very heavy 
uh wait and bleed is pretty awesome uh it's a great song uh surfacing it's great so check those songs out um a lot of power metal is uh uh really great um for uh uh getting into it because a lot of the guitar music is great is really solid the it's a little self-important but it you know it gets a lot of the point across and all the singing is clean if you like uh dragons and fantasy stuff that's usually the genre for you uh, sabaton is pretty power metal-esque um you know they kind of blend power metal and just straight heavy metal there um a lot of their songs if you like history it's great to listen to there's a lot of cool stuff in there um of course the classics judas priest is always great to listen to um uh, iron maiden uh you can't not listen to number of the beast it's a great song uh ace is high uh you know the trooper great classic songs uh gotta check those out uh it's also great bands some of their songs are a little bit longer but if you check in the the shorter ones are, are great too the longer ones are great rhyme of the ancient Mariner, mariners i think 14 minutes long so maybe don't start with that but uh, in general there's uh, their first few albums are really good i haven't listened to too much of their later stuff um what else is really good um to listen to uh black sabbath of course you know the godfathers of heavy metal are great to listen to uh war pigs ever relevant uh the black the self-titled song it's all great great bands ozzy's great ozzy osborne's solo stuff is great to listen to that's all heavy metal it's you know it's the stuff you you most people are probably used to at this point um, so those are great to listen to. Um, uh, if you kind of graduate into the the later, uh, you know, the, the more screaming aspects, Slayer is a good start. Um, not a huge fan of listening to Slayer as much anymore because, like, Tom Mariah is, like, a massive Trump supporter. Not a big fan, um, you know, which sucks because he, like, he seems like a pretty nice guy outside of that. Um, I saw them in concert uh, a few years ago. It was they put on a show, like they put on a show. You know, they got like freaking like fiery inverted crosses that are just like shooting up across the stage. Like, look, where else? Are, where else are you going to see that? Like, that's absurd. And I think it's great. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Uh, uh, Anthrax is great. Just any of the big four thrash bands are really good to listen to because they're not like incredibly like jumping the shark heavy. Megadeth is great um peace cells uh awesome song uh tarantula souls is great and the guitar solo on that is one of my favorites of all time which is uh randy rhodes uh well randy rhodes is ozzy osbourne but uh it's just a great great song uh what else uh anthrax is great uh awesome so uh, just think of some dude yeah i'm not as big a fan of them as uh some of the other ones but they're they're pretty good i like some of their songs um definitely uh, italica it's a great star for anybody andrew sandman's one of my favorite actually one metal song that my mom does like uh, she's a big fan of andrew sandman because uh it uh mariana rivera uh the closer for the new york yankees uh hall of famer now uh used to always walk out to that song and so she likes that song it's a good song uh, of course one is my personal favorite it's about the horrors of war uh yeah it's cheery of course um not a lot of cheery songs in the metal genre um are great um you know master of puppets of course uh battery um, you know great great songs from metallica um 
is pretty awesome. Um, so those are some bands you can check out just to get started. Um, of course, there's so many out there, a lot of different kinds of bands that are catered to a lot of different kinds of tastes. Um, so you always could check those out. Um, so at this point, I think I'm going to take a little break and I'll be back to talk about some other things about metal or horror movies that I think are interesting. And uh, I will see you guys then. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Double Decker Metal Mayhem Horror Show. Hope you enjoyed the break. I know I did. I'm tired. Everyone's tired. I think we're all just tired. Um, so um, for this next, I hope you're in this next segment. I hope um, uh, you guys have enjoyed the show so far. Uh, it's my first time trying anything like this. Uh, something I always wanted to do. I've never really figured out how to do it, so I'm just starting out. So it might be a little rough. First couple episodes, but we'll get there. Um, so for this next segment, uh, I wanted to talk about a subject that is kind of can in no way, shape, or form be totally uh, torn from either the metal or horror genres, uh, and is that's of occultism and Satanism. Uh, those are both very heavily associated with both the horror genre and also the metal genre. Um, whether or not that's justified is uh, up to interpretation, but nonetheless, it is one that is very much in the public eye. Um, in terms of of metal, it's always you know since you know Tipper Gore and the rest of the anti fun brigade uh, decided that they were going to start censoring music. Um, metal music has always been the boogeyman of everyone. You know, it's it, it's either that or hip hop. Um, it's always you know turning the children into demons and sex fiends. Uh, it's, you know, bad stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, to some extent, maybe metal deserves some of the flack for the Satanism. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe not the earliest metal, but, uh, later on, I think a lot of the metal people in the metal genre kind of embrace Satanism and the cult as a means of rebellion against the established order. Uh, you know, Slayer uh, very much embraces the satanic imagery that they've associated themselves with as an act of rebellion against you know, organized religion, whether it be, you know, you know, those kind of politics and stuff like that. Um, but it uh, helps to, to really think that a lot of the people who believe in that stuff uh, excuse me, I was just closing my door. Um, uh, usually use it as a means to uh, differentiate itself from, you know, the mainstream, the the, the correct political consciousness, uh, rather than actually believe that stuff. Now, are there people who do believe that? Yeah, there, there are. They're uh, interesting individuals, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but it's important. It's an important thing to recognize uh, within the realm of metal. Uh, with horror, on the other hand, it, it's just kind of <laughs> uh, always been a part of that genre. You know, it's whether it started out with the old sci-fi movies, you know, like Nosferatu, or um, what else there, like you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, always that kind of you know weird otherworldly entities that are just kind of sucking the life out of people um it's interesting i was watching uh this uh 
miniseries on Shudder, uh, which is like a subsidiary AMC. If you've heard of it, it's really interesting. Uh, there's some cool stuff in there, a lot of cool horror movies you can watch on there. Some cool originals. Um, there's this um, cool show called uh, Cursed Films, uh, and uh, my I watched it with my dad, and they talk about like cursed uh, sets of films that were like haunted and bad stuff happened. Um, and in particular, uh, the episode, the first episode, they talk about The Exorcist. And the interesting thing about The Exorcist is that it's kind of a proselytizing tool, um, which is weird in the sense that in a lot of these horror movies, a lot of early horror movies and even uh, a lot of horror movies now, like, the you know, the priest, the organized religion is usually the good guy in a lot of the ends, you know, protecting, you know, performing an exorcism and protecting the innocent child, man, woman, uh whoever from you know whatever malevolent entity is uh possessing them and it's interesting and like that these two kind of you know that that kind of genres that are almost intertwined so much that have very different ways of how they view the occult whereas you know they both embrace the occult but in different ways in some senses of course you know there's our horror, horror movies that you know are just full-on you know devils and stuff like that you know don't have much to do with uh christianity or anything like that but i think in a lot of metal it's it's very much embraced in that way i know especially when you get to black metal where it's very you know say and you know burn the churches i mean like norwegian black metal maybe not other you know forms of black metal went that far but uh, it's something that you can't really escape and that kind of stigma has kind of stuck with metal maybe for bad or for worse it kind of puts some turns some people off from it people get a little freaked out by it um but i don't think it's it's something that um necessarily that either of the genres should shy away from i think you know satanism and occultism and you know horror movies it seeks to you know make uh, awesome uh, antagonists and, you know and cool special effects for monsters possessing people i think that's i i always prefer like horror movies like that you know sometimes like you sit down, you watch a horror movie, and all of a sudden it just gets really sad. And you're like, I didn't ask for this. I just wanted some jump scares and some demons jumping out of me. Like, I didn't want this person's backstory about how they were a failure of a father. Like, I didn't need this. Like, I just want to get jump scared. Um, in metal, I think it, it it's definitely still been embraced. Um, you know, a lot of people like you. They don't really care whether or not people like them for using this kind of imagery or not. And I think a lot of people, some people, like a subset of people, I like like identify with that too. They feel outcast from ordinary society and organized religion, and they want something to you know lash out with. And this is the stuff that seems to piss the people off the most. And I think that's where a lot of it started um, in terms of the occultism within metal. I think even with Black Sabbath, uh, you know the the very name Black Sabbath is very occulty, and you know even if the members of the band are Christian, you know that down to Naomi, I'm pretty sure is still and the same thing with Ozzy Osbourne. But it's that, you know, sense of the otherworldly, the, the demonic is very much a central part to how people view these, these genres. Um, and I think to, to me, metal is very much different in a lot of different ways from just that. I think there is a subset that is very much that. But I think even though that's kind of become the face of what metal is, there's a lot more to it than that. And I think people have broken out from it. And it's interesting that, you know, even, you know, I think a lot of metal takes inspiration from horror movies in a lot of that's in that sense, you know, like, you know, the slasher films and stuff like that, you know, Jason Voorhees, 
Leatherface, you know, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre or stuff like that. Um, and they they take the occultism in a different different direction. I think um, it's cool, interesting, but but I think that there there needs to be a distinction between the people that are embracing that and people who are separating from it. I think a lot of you know, I think a lot of uh, newer black metal, I think, is trying to like maybe not trying to, but has distanced itself a lot from that. You know, occultism, Satanism started. They usually have at least non-traditional black metal. Like, uh, think of like Alcest, right? You know, they combine shoegaze music with black metal. It's very much not Satanistic in any way. It's just like very ethereal, otherworldly, maybe some occultism, like, you know, that kind of ethereal vibe, but not, you know, this, you know, mega worship Satan, he's going to kill you all, death to God and stuff like that. Um, uh, I think, um, horror movies have also kind of tended to move away from that because i think it gets old after a while and i think that's probably a good thing that it's you know we're not just going to have satan possessing everyone there's a lot of different ways you can do demon possessions or you know analyzing uh various different you know demons that are more common i think uh, i watched recently um the film uh, daniel isn't real it was which was on shutter actually um uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick Schwarzenegger, Patrick Schwarzenegger, excuse me, isn't it? It's actually very good. Um, it's, I think it, 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 you're not really sure whether or not the character is. Uh, oh, spoiler alert. Um, so if anyone who doesn't want it, spoilers, um, skip ahead a little bit. Uh, you, you're never really sure whether or not the the antagonist of the movie is really a demon or not, or he's just a reflection of the character's struggles with their mental health. Perhaps it's a you know, dissociative identity disorder, or perhaps their other disorder that makes them lash out or change their personality. I'm not a mental health expert, so I don't want to comment on, you know, things that I'm not familiar with. But I think it's a, a better way of looking at current, you know, societal issues than just saying, oh, it's a demon. And I think it, 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 that demonic imagery needs to be there because that is such a big part of the genre as a whole, but it doesn't have to define how we see that, if that makes any sense, you know, that we don't have to view everything as a demon, but there's certain parts of our, you know, collective mind that have been demonized or have been made to look bad, and that perhaps if we look at them differently, we can fix those problems. Um, I think that you know, metal nowadays has has moved away from a lot of the the roots of you know being just the anti-God, you know, genre, um, and kind of change the way they look at things, but still while keeping that rebellious kind of genre against the established order, I think there's a lot of cool new bands doing uh, stuff like that aren't necessarily tied to that, you know, a lot of progressive bands, some of the core bands that are really cool nowadays that I've been looking into that are really awesome. Um, and I think it's I think it's important uh, for, especially for new listeners to metal that, you know, it's not just the big Satan uh israel you know worship the devil stuff that a lot of um more conservative members of society have determined it to be i think that's important and if you like the satan stuff by all means listen to it there's a lot of it out there a lot of norwegian black metal bands a lot of uh satanic death metal bands i'm just name a few mayhem 
Deicide, Morbid Angel, stuff like that. Um, there's plenty of it out there. And it's there for you to listen to, and it's there to piss people off. That's what it's for. It's meant to offend people who, you know, can't get out of their own head. Um, and I think that's that's good to some extent, that we use that kind of imagery to, you know, get people out of their comfort zone, to start thinking about things other than their own little bubble. I think that's a good thing that metal has been able to do. But I think I urge you all to think of metal as a much wider genre that isn't all just screaming about Satan. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more thought that goes into it with, I mean, some bands. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can find out there. You know, there's weird pirate bands like Ailstorm. You know, there's, the, of course, the historical bands like Sabaton or Teresis. Um, there's uh, a band that uses Mongolian throat singing and traditional Mongolian instruments called Tinker Cavalry, which is pretty badass. Um, if you ever wanted to listen to random Mongolian uh, throat singing rock, check out uh, The Who. Uh, uh, the H-U. They're pretty awesome. Uh, they got some cool songs. Stuff like that. So there's a lot out there that I think people can listen to and I think that they can enjoy without, you know, de delving deep within this dark hole. But I think that in horror and metal, there's that part of it should always be there. There should always be that dark aspect to it. I think it is a dark genre. They are dark genres. I think those should always be part of what that is because it, it is a very big part of it. Um, and so, uh, in that sense, um, I think now is a good time, I think, to end the episode, uh, my first episode here. So I hope you've all enjoyed the show. Um, probably be recording again sometime. Don't know what topic yet. Um, I'm curious to see how this one does and if people find it interesting. I'll do some more stuff. Maybe get some sponsorships a little bit to maybe make some money off of this. Might be fun. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, and as always, I hope you all stay metal, stay safe. Peace out.